0: Welcome to Loving the Snow Life, the podcast where our snow resort-obsessed mums talk everything snow. Hey, Tanil. Hello, Emma. And we're in the same room. No we- Zooming today. Woo! Yay! <laughs> Who knows for how long. That's right. That's, that's right. <laughs> it's nice to be here. We're, we're here today really because we want to talk about what a snow season looks like during COVID-19 pandemic. Australia is kind of the guinea pig snow season for a snow season in a pandemic and so there's things like any guinea pig there's things that you can um take from us learn from us or like where are the example or the warning or ways you can improve exactly so we thought it would be really helpful to talk about that a little bit yeah so um we, it kind of started back
1: you know, when we got announced that we did have a ski season, which we didn't really think we did, did we? We were, Everyone was going, oh, no, because all the North Americans and European resorts got shut down in March. And we're like, oh, we're just around the corner from this. It's not going to happen. Then we got like 80 centimetres of snow in May, which was amazing. So then everyone's like, yes, we're, here we go, here we go. And then that snow obviously went away, but it doesn't matter. But we kind of got told that our ski season would look different, very different. And now that we're in that ski season and we've just gone through school holidays, it is very different. Emma, let's talk about what happened to you just recently in your ski holidays, Mm. like how it happened for you in snow holidays.
0: Well, just we should probably add that we don't work for any ski resort. (laughs) Yeah. You and I are independent. This podcast is independent. So that gives us more freedom to say whatever. Pros and cons. Whatever the hell we like, really. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So and we will. And yeah. so, what happened to my family was that we were going to do a house exchange to Mount Hotham, which is part of the Vale Group. We have the Epic Pass. And then there's been outbreaks in Melbourne. So, they shut the border. Um, and we thought, well, we've got ski gear all over the floor. Um, I've got some meals ordered, some um, pre prepared meals ordered. And the ba- basically, the car's you were ready packed. to go. You were ready um, to go. Yeah. We've got our ski head on. Um, what can we do? And so, anyway, so basically, we've had a week at Perisher, and
1: and the forums. Okay, so before you got to Perisher, before that all happened, or the for- or the, si- the the ticket situation, the, ticket, the right? ticket situation. So you're an Epic Pass holder, epic so, and pass have been holder. for
0: yep. a long time.
1: Yep, I can't, as long yes. as I remember. Yeah. Anyway, so all all the
0: communication that we were getting was basically Facebook forums would you say like well the problem that okay communication yeah. is the number one biggest problem anyone is having yeah. um so therefore we're trying to bridge that gap here today because what is happening which would be really really helpful is there is one perisher phone number if you can find it for yeah. example um so people are doing what anyone does when they are a bit frustrated and desperate and paid money or whatever it is they are asking other people and they and there's, you know, the rumors start about things. And so that can be really frustrating for people. Um, so there are all these for online, obviously um, Facebook forums and whatever for ski stuff. And people are just leaning on each other for information. Like, yeah. you know, can we get tickets and this and that? And Parish Resort is doing the best job it can. I feel like the people that work,
1: for when, this is was your feeling like that before you got there or once you got there you saw this? Uh
0: I well, I definitely once I got there I saw it. Yeah. Before was was I was just as frustrated as anyone else. Why were you we
1: frustrated? You paid like your scenario, like yep. a lot of people have got the Epic Pass, they've paid for their accommodation in advance. Yep. And then they can't get lift tickets because so... you can't. All the lift tickets were booked out online. So as an Epic Pass holder you didn't it didn't matter to you that you had your accommodation
0: well we didn't you know i think we're all understanding that the sand is shifting beneath our feet so okay there's no snow there's no snow they weren't going to release more epic they weren't going to release more lift passes to the public but they also if you had an epic pass you also have to reserve tickets for the day you ski and right up till uh you know they kept changing the day that you would have to book, and then um, so the, that particular day kept shifting. So yeah. then, so we were able to secure one for Hotham, and then didn't need it. But then we needed ones for Perisher, and you have to go online at seven thirty in the morning and get reservations for when you wanted them, and ten minutes later they're all all the tickets are sold out. So, so you're stuck then. You have accommodation. You packed your car with no lift tickets. However, um, accommodation-wise, we were wondering. We just looked online at the last minute, thinking we'll just see what accommodation is available. There's never accommodation available in the school holidays. No. It's It's it snapped up. Um, it's always expensive if you've you know the la- the, the late if you go late In normal ski season right <laughs> yeah so, so suddenly we found reasonably priced accommodation and we we're wondering why and it's because of this whole situation that you've got to basically get non-refundable accommodation. I, c- I couldn't contact the accommodation and ask them if they had an oven because I just couldn't find a phone number. Wow. Because they probably don't want to be contacted about this yeah. anyway. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, we just went down with a sort of an attitude of, oh, well, we might get more COVID 19 in New South Wales and all be shut down in four weeks. It's the school holidays, we're packed. We got nothing else to do. Yeah. We'll take our skateboards down in the car. We'll take our cozies and go to the pool. We'll go for a walk around the lake. We'll go to Jindabyne Brewery. We'll, we'll- support a little town
1: that had actually been devastated by our bushfires in January, yeah. and yeah. kind of have a look at the. Probably go to Dalgetty or Berrydale or yeah. somewhere around that area. Go and get well, a coffee.
0: You know? Just get yeah. out, get out of town. You know. Yeah, yeah. So we went down with that attitude, which I th- with those problems though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, and I think that's where this
1: where we kind of should people should be because you've got to go down because it is it is changing. Like the snow's there now. We're talking on July. What are we? July twenty second or something today we're talking the snows there now but it could melt again or the rain still because we're we're in Australia we know what Australian conditions are like you know it changes rapidly Mm. so I think if you kind of go with that attitude that you're going to go support locally you're going to go on a holiday anyway I think that might help with the frustration of what you felt with lack of communication before is that maybe
0: I think I think if you have the opportunity to have accommodation booked and you have the opportunity to feel like, oh, well, it's just out of my everyday routine. I can't get lift tickets, but we'll be together as a family or whatever your scenario is. That's that's good. I think it only gets worse from there for some people who had booked. Um, ski school. Ski school, yeah. Yeah, so lessons. that's ski school lessons
1: and that you don't like. So people
0: are prepaid for all of this. They're prepaid, but they've maybe not understood that they also need a lift ticket or they also need an epic pass reservation. So we were, we were reading on these online forums all about people who like the whole family was coming from the North coast, like 12 hours away or whatever more from the snow. Yeah. Um, And they were all packed up and heading for their school holiday um, ski holiday. And someone had called ahead to the, um, you know, to ask about ski hire and someone said, do you have tickets because you have to have a ticket and they didn't and the kids were crying
1: in the back. Oh, yeah. So you've got those expectations of your first, maybe your first ski holiday ever that you planned for, saved for. You've taken, you can't have holidays at your work or you're on your own business and you've, yeah, so there's a lot of pent up energy that's behind the scenes of a lot of all of this, oh. and there's no solution for them, and you can't get in contact with Perisher. It's, so, it's, number one tip, or Perisher, or Threadbow, or Hotham, or any of our ski resorts. Yeah. So, number one tip is communication, hey? Yep. They need Have to, a
0: hotline. Just they, pay for some poor sod who draws a short straw. Well, what about, about employ some of the Qantas? that's right there's all these who are amazing with customer service that's right and it is customer service you're going to get irate people you're going to get frustrated people but if you are that kind of a personality that is okay with dealing with and calming people and just saying the same thing over and over we need those hotlines maybe one or two numbers that people are tearing their hair out and sure there's people saying you should be so thankful you're having a holiday okay, we're all very thankful, but at the same time we're families that run businesses and, um, you know, like if, it, if you're like our family, which many people are, you're saying to the kids, no, you're not having a day at tennis because we're going to the snow. Yeah. No, when you're not doing dance because we're going to the snow. You've got your snow trip coming up. Yeah, You've said no to everything else.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. You know, that's kind of I think if we weren't frustrated, it would be weird. It would be like, oh, that's fine that we've spent all this money, yeah. but who cares? <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that's only a small percentage of people
1: that think like that <laughs> the rest of us have But to I think of- it's
0: normal. It's a normal yeah. response so, to be
1: frustrated. And it's not like you're going on a, like a, a cheaper holiday. We all know it's going to be... An expensive holiday, but well worth it because it's this holiday that you get with your family that you just reconnect. That you not may not get in other holidays where you're rushing around or you're not together or you're anything. Hmm. You kind of yeah. So I mean, it's unique. Yeah, it's it's a unique and 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 it is a unique part of Australia that we have to go to. You everyone has to drive to get there or fly to get there. And then could you imagine if you're in South Australia or WA and you can't get there because the borders are closed? But then you can't get any communication to get your dollars back that you've paid. So that's I think the key isn't it so for any for a learning here is that there needs to be a hotline, hotline put a hotline on one or two people it's not good enough saying go to the website no well a perfect example of go to the website no snow play like yeah. we just we're looking going okay no snow play how can they do that well Kosciuszko National Parks have said it is forbidden for snow play and tobogganing which I get that and
0: Emma, you had your point on that before, which I didn't think about, but about the COVID. So, Well, the, uh, the whole thing is that on the website it says no snow play and you want to understand what that is. Mm-hmm. I mean, does everyone know what that means? Mean? It doesn't mean like throwing a ball between your left hand and your right hand, <laughs> repeating. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like don't pull over and play in the snow. And, um, you know, there's, when you're down there, there's a heck of a lot of people playing in the snow and, you it know, seems to be
1: frustrating a lot of people. It's formats. frustrating
0: a lot of people because the whole point to them having this whole ticketed thing is that if I get COVID and I've had a ticket, everybody can, everyone can, can get alerted, yeah, yeah, and can be traced back. So, but if I don't have a ticket and I go and play in the snow, um, you, you can't there's trace me. No
1: yeah, there's no trace, and that's the whole problem is that we want to keep the ski industry open okay. for this year in Australia for all those guys that have worked and own lodges and own restaurants and own, mm. you know, transport companies. Mm. So I think the snow play thing is, yeah, it but needs to be really addressed, I think, because... Yeah.
0: And what we've where we've worked out you can get around it is that if you drive up to Perisher, for example, yeah. you, can, you can park and go over and have lunch somewhere like the man from snow river or any any of the any of the restaurants
1: or eateries yeah you you pre-book obviously because we are in covid and they need to know numbers but by pre-booking you give you have to give your name and your number so you can be traced and you're also supporting the industry
0: yeah which is amazing and you can you know there's snow around and you can Hold some snow in your hand when you're there. So Outside the restaurant. Fun. Or yeah. even,
1: you know, you can thread bow. Like, how exciting! Him ride a gondola up for $42 and go up to the Merritt's, you know, mountain house up there and they do a little bit of brekkie or lunch or Apré. And that's fun up there. It is fun up there, but you're also supporting and you're also being traced. I mean, gosh, we might have some feedback here that people don't want to be traced, they don't want to be known, but. I figure you have to be it's, – it's it's interesting. It's a different time. We, mm. we want to keep the industry open and we want it open next year and we want the North American places open and we want the European places open. Yeah, like We don't want to end up like Argentina where they're getting three metres of snow and nothing. Having to watch it. Having the
0: frustrations mainly, the further you are from the snow in these if, in metropolitan areas, the more frustrated you are before your holiday, I feel, because – When I got down to Perisher and you actually saw, and you and I received some photos from a friend. Yeah. She actually showed us photos. They're all real. No, there was no snow on the ground. That was like a week before I went down or a few days actually. And I actually thought, oh, Wow this is why they're not releasing more tickets because there's no, there's no snow
1: on a lot of these places. But the communication that we were seeing on websites and on like, not, and the webcams weren't even that, that honest. Yeah. Like it was, was hard was... to,
0: we're all trying to interpret, like, is there, you know, what, so we're directed to the, these websites and then we're trying to interpret what is going on and, and English is our first language. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah it's true. So, but, so we're trying to navigate uncertainty, right? That's right. With we poor communication, yeah. right? And that's us who we're passionate about it and we're looking and we're asking and we're following and we're speaking And there's speaking a lot of people, people. out there
1: that are, that are struggling like that. There's a lot of people that are passionate about the industry, that know the industry, but we just needed honest photos. We needed the social media to be this is why we can't release it. Like, So it, it, it might start a an effect that marketing you know we've both got marketing backgrounds that that marketing don't really love we love to sell a story but in this time people needed to understand that they couldn't release anything because there was literally no so but the picture that they were getting sold was completely different
0: yeah yeah that was the frustration with people that you know is that sort of sense of like he, he, I'll flick you a photo that my friend gave me, who's down there. It shows there's not much snow on those runs, sort of thing. Yeah. Instead of trying to interpret what was in front of us.
1: Yeah, and and obviously this year the the, the release of tickets is based on the amount of snow, and that's the whole whole crux of it, isn't it? Like well, tickets is what people want.
0: Tickets is what people <laughs> want, and I think once they. You know, in all fairness to to all these resort, or, or let's say just Perisher, for example, is once they got the, the more snow, then they release more epic passes. And how was that communicated, though? Um, you were lucky because you were down there. Well, I'm I am back in Sydney. Well, I was down there, and also we're all like, you know, somebody's talking to somebody, one of the Perisher staff, and we're all listening in with our ears. <laughs> you yeah, know, it's a yeah, bit yeah. like, yeah, it's a bit like that. Yeah, um, we. We happened to just try the first day. We only had one ticket booked when we went down there. So on that one day, we went down there after lunch. For the five members of your family. For the five members of the family. went down there after lunch and queued up and just said, any luck with tomorrow. And the lady said, hard no for tomorrow. But um, you can ski Wednesday, Thursday, Friday or something. And then the next day on the hard no day, we were there at 7.45 in the morning in the dark and got the ticket for the day. <laughs> wow. So there's so, commitment. There you go. Was- so you've got to commit to your day
1: skiing. You've got to get up at 6 on your holiday <laughs> with your family.
0: <laughs> but, you know, I mean it was but- – I really felt for the staff in there. They were – the people sitting behind those desks are doing a great job and they've got a cop all of that frustration, yeah. and they're not the decision makers. It's not their fault.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I think also we as consumers, at the end of the day, whether we're going to ski anywhere in Australia, whatever resort, if you don't get your answer, then don't send another five emails because then that makes the person instead of getting four thousand emails, they've then got twenty thousand, and you've sent five of those. Like if everyone, mm. so they're not might not be that they've got to sh- shuffle through queries and queries and queries and try and work out. You know, like. Who – is this the same one I read before of this person? How do I remember that name? So maybe we need to show
0: a bit of patience yeah. in this time. which is hard to show patience when you know you have popping of money. in the – car in two days time and you haven't got your epic pass already in the mail or you haven't got your you know mm. what do you do
1: i think that's the thing is that people didn't people were kind of being patient but there was nothing telling them exactly what mm. they could do yeah where the office was open yeah what that should and, be on the front page should on well, all their websites and the, uh, resorts websites
0: the other problem was the parish office in jinderbine is closed so Same that as was as really hard for people open? the uh Shall pass office open? yeah i'm not sure about that yeah. sorry we should have got that info before no, today but yeah. you know it, i think it just um it's frustrating for the staff working down there and it comes down to communication as yeah. well you know maybe from higher up but should we uh, sorry just to before we move on to having a look at the eateries oh, yeah. essentially for all the lessons you have to pre-book them you can't do what we've always been able to do before COVID and just turn up. Yeah. And put if you have a child you want to put them in the lessons. There's no lessons for under sixes. Yeah. Yeah. Um So what have been private lessons you can get private lessons but yeah. Please don't go and get
1: don't ask instructors to teach on the side. You can't do it. Like, I know it seems like it might be a great idea that the instructor's sitting over there without any work, but they, they could put potentially – you put them in a situation that they need money and they might say yes, but they may potentially ruin their career for the next 10 years. Mm-hmm. So don't ask instructors if they're not your family or your friends to teach your children to be babysitters because the ski resorts frown highly – they don't, it's not it's not great it's not a great look for them and yeah don't put them in situations like that i think i've heard a lot of people doing that and begging and pleading and they just can't do it mm. and then they feel awful and, and
0: the, other, the other issue which is a bit contentious is um people were really feeling and i'm probably one of them that it'd be really nice if there was a priority for people who already had accommodation down there because yes. there was the issue of everybody sitting in their accommodation And only some of them have tickets for the day, and you're having to watch sit in your accommodation um looking out at people who had got a lift ticket for the day. And other people on different forums were saying, Well, why should you prioritize accommodation people with accommodation over non? But I don't know, I guess it feels logical to me. Well then they know numbers straight away. So then they know
1: you, they can talk to all the lodgers in their ski area and go, right, we are this full, we are this full, we are this empty, whatever it is in a covid year, And then they know the numbers and they can actually evaluate the numbers straight off the back of that. And then you won't have so much uncertainty. Okay, guys, don't come up next. I mean, they said next five days are sold out. But you, you've you committed a year in advance for a lot of your accommodation. I mean, I know that it's, it's really a because it's such a unique industry to be a part of it's like yeah so I think if you've got accommodation oh this is so controversial but you should be able to ski because you have committed yourself a year in advance to support that area and well,
0: support and, well and the other thing is and I wasn't in that boat in the yeah. way that I wasn't sitting on the mountain having to watch people ski I was staying back at gender, gender Bind. yeah but say if I was a member in a lodge, because I'm not one, Yeah. but if I was, I've already paid for all my lodge fees, you know, fees and everything, and your accommodation yeah. and all that, and it's a little bit like flying in a plane. I mean, I've never flown first class, right? So I can say this, but for people who are flying first class, you get priority, priority loading and seating and yeah. different food or whatever, and maybe... It, it's kind of like a priority system yeah, in a COVID analogy. year where yep. if you have your accommodation and you're able to prove it, like when, when we we're we don't in, want to make it elitist. It's but not, but a, not to, elitist. Yeah. No, yeah. No. Because the other thing is that some poor sod out in the middle of wherever, wherever they are, that could be their thing that they like to do. You know, yes. it's not about money. money. So it's it's, it, it's no. about, that's what someone They're likes committed. to That's their commitment. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. they, a bit like a first class ticket you might have never flown on a plane your whole life and suddenly you want to go to Disneyland and you're you know terminal illness and you you want those you know yeah yeah so I guess it's it's not an elitist thing it's more of a pro like a priority commitment Commitment. that's right yeah and I think
1: if anything that should be taken into consideration because it, it is those people they might live in northern Queensland they might live Two hours out of Western Australia and they might you know, like there's lots of things if they were lucky enough to get across all the borders, which I don't think they were this year, but that's another thing that's
0: happened with well, us in Australia, all our borders have closed, which is like wow. They had so, a good um priority thing in um Hotham, but, which was that I had to I had to book and pay for my parking yes. first. So I so that was basically saying you have to say where you were staying yep. and pay for your parking before you can get a ticket. So I guess that's what I'm saying that we need in New South Wales.
1: Yes, they need to live and learn from a lot of these things. Like they, I think Australian maybe industries could get together at the end of this. Maybe it might be a good thing like our government currently is doing, having New South Wales, South Australia, Victoria all sit together. Maybe it's Redbow, Perisher, Charlottes <laughs> can all sit together and work out what the best system worked for threadbow what the best system worked for Perisher, what worked yeah. for... Falls, you know, mm-hmm. well when they were open and hot, when they were open. Mm. So I, I hope that that's happening within within the industry is that we're going to learn mm-hmm. together and make it.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Hopefully, this is a one-off in a lifetime, but. Work out the ski industry.
0: Yeah, yeah. The snow more. industry, actually, yeah. not
1: just the ski industry. Sorry, the snow industry. But yeah, yeah. I but think how so. was how like getting back to that? How was the vibe around the restaurants and like the village? And what, what were the what were the people that working there? They may not be locals. They might be coming from New South mm. Wales to work there. Mm-hmm. How were they feeling? Um, How can we help them as well when we arrive?
0: Well, Um, I mean, it comes back to I think they're dealing with a lot of frustrated people and a lot of – and it's, you know, not their fault and it's their job. Um, The vibe, I'd say, it felt like there was a nervousness a little bit and only because of what's happening over in Victoria, there was a sense of are we going to be next? Are we going to be skiing in four weeks' time? So there was – like in the in the lift line um someone was too close to the back of someone's skis and so the guy turned around and said hey you're meant to be 1.5 metres away mm. so there's a little bit of that nervousness there's nervousness but is it anger
1: is there anger down there I even though they've
0: got a lift chicken? i didn't <laughs> i didn't see any anger but i'm sure they would have if i was sitting behind the desk having to deal with people uh, yeah. it'd be anger yeah. but i think once once you um Get down there and you've got accommodation and you've got a pass and you're on the mountain and you're up the hill you're thankful and you're happy and you're grateful and well, that's a
1: normal ski holiday that's a
0: normal ski holiday (laughs) (laughs)
1: you're like oh my god we're in the mountains and i've got this fresh air and so what about Mm. the what about the tea bars did you have to ride one-on-one one -one on the tea bar like they did say that like in one person per tea bar
0: so it was it's a six-year-old
1: go with that you
0: ride one (laughs) on one one at a time or if you live together and that worked beautifully because most of the time you're Skiing with someone anyway, right? Yeah, so yeah. most okay. most it, there was not a problem once, and you know I looked around, I kept looking around, going, if anyone had COVID here, you wouldn't know because everyone's got gloves on, everyone's got balaclavas right over their nose because it's cold. Yeah, um and that's what they're calling for now in Victoria is like we don't,
1: it doesn't have to be a mask. You could use a scarf or something. And I'm like, oh wow, so skiing, we're outdoors. It's really hard to believe that we are dealing with this in the industry, but when you think about it it's more for if it's a really windy cold day and everyone goes inside oh yeah that's
0: and and, and again yeah. i think
1: that's why accommodation oh, sorry getting back to accommodation as a point but again i think that's probably why people with ticket with accommodation on the snow or oh. they're going to go back to their own accommodation they're not going to go sit in the restaurant so should their numbers Oh, wow. oh, I see what oh, you mean. Wow. Yeah, that's
0: a good. That's a yeah. good counter argument. That it that's their be, whole point. Is that if we, yeah, if it is but, a windy,
1: cold day. We're yeah. going to go back to. But that's only for people that with accommodation on snow, not for down in Gindevine, not for. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we can. We're just nutting this out, and we can see why they'd be so confused. Yeah. A bit, but there yeah. needs to be something solid to go. This is why there's no snowplate. Because yep. we can't track you. Yeah. This is why the accommodation doesn't get first because of this. Did do? Mm. And if you if you get told these things,
0: mm. you kind yeah, of you
1: work with it, don't yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, 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 you deal
0: with it. I think it's worth talking about the eateries, the yeah. eating situation. Um, we we took all our own food this time mainly because it's kind of you know economically viable. Like let's let's have a holiday where um we take our own stuff, It also meant two other things one was we can be outside eating it in the fresh air away from everyone else work beautifully Um, and the other reason was that there were maximum numbers inside and we just couldn't deal with queuing up to wait to go so their policies
1: were strict down there so really strict same as as a lot of the resorts with other other resorts we've had feedback from it's like right sign in like you like you're going into somewhere in well, I was going to say Melbourne, but no, not anymore. But Gold Coast yep. or Byron where I was on for the school holidays, we had to sign in everywhere and there was the social distancing rules. So they're really playing with that down there as well. Yeah, really that as well, Really is strict, awesome.
0: sanitizer everywhere. It's, I think it's working really well. Yeah, uh, A couple of times we went in somewhere for a hot chocolate or something and, well, coming back to communication, one time I said to the guy, do you have hot chips? And he said, we don't, but you can get them outside and just bring them back. So I left all the kids at the table to mine the table and I just went out and got some hot chips and when I came back they wouldn't let me in because I had to wait till someone else came out. Oh. So I'm holding oh. these hot chips watching kids my kids mine mom- <laughs> through the window, going, There so, are hot chips. Yeah. So it was kind of It was just a communication thing. It's just like Tell, tell your employees yeah. that this is the situation if they come back. But, so yeah. everyone, oh, you've
1: really got to be 100% attention if you've got a job down there then, don't you? Because that's really odd. Imagine if you had your three-year-old in there screaming with your seven-year-old kid. Well, you know, like and
0: I, I-, I sort of said to the people lining up, oh, sorry, I'm just have a table in there. And they all looked at me and went, we're all in the same position so wow. that's just literally yeah, like okay. you know eateries train your people up if they've got to go outside just warn them that they've got to queue up with everyone else again to get back in yeah
1: that's that that just seems a little bit ludicrous to me stuff like i guess that's where we're all at something seems so ludicrous and some seems some things are so logical
0: there is talk a little bit about food trucks that would work really well down there okay yeah um, like in the car parks yeah, and, yeah or well, some, that- wherever you're going to put them i think that would be beautiful you know what, another
1: alternate yeah. and more money that goes into the local economy.
0: Yeah. So come yeah. On, it's good.
1: Yeah. It's good. This might change up the strict rules. That, even though, you know, Perisher, national parks, you have to pay to the fee to get in and stuff like that, it might allow different avenues. Yeah. It yeah. Might, might open up. Might, I mean, the, the lodges down there now might say, hey, hold on, we've got I, – I see a couple of them promoting be- their beauty spas and their day spas and their –
0: haircuts and there like stuff like that. Of course I spoke to and talked to. Yeah. Like the guy over at the kiosk at um air oh, yeah, yeah, and everything. Yeah. Like he had said that they usually open on boxing day. They open for like a day or something and then they had to close from the bushfires. Then they had to just the whole covid thing. Like people those businesses down there are getting smashed. Yeah. Like the little gift shops like I said to the guy what do you do on off season oh he does pest control or whatever but these are all that's why if we just go down with the attitude of we're getting out of our normal environment and we're buying yeah buying from the bush type thing we are supporting all these businesses because they're just little families in the end yeah they are they really are so I think that's probably our take on it I think like is just is it like what would be your take on it, like sitting in city folk, you know, sitting here. I, th- I think if, if you're in the city and you're thinking that you can't go without a season and you want to go down there and you're, you know, just you've got to know that it's COVID, we've never seen this before. Um, take your chances, but what comes with the chances is just realise that you might get down there and not be able to ski, take some other stuff, take some board games, take your Uno cards, Spend some time with your kids, take your book, just enjoy getting out. Um, And if you get a ski, it's a bonus. Yeah. Um, If you don't get all your value from your Epic Pass, it's a bonus. Yeah. It's it's just like we've done five days so far. Is that the only days we're going to do? I don't know. But you got it. We got it. More than some other people did. Yeah. And so just have a positive attitude
1: and just. And hopefully we don't get shut down. Hopefully everyone plays by the rules and they don't. Like, unfortunately, Hotham and, you know, Hotham and Falls are still open, but only their lives are not operating, so they've got a whole other scenario, but they've got Melbourne that can't go to them at the moment, but they've got regional. It's really it's really interesting. It's an interesting year because the borders are shut still and we're kind of ramping up in New South Wales sitting here as we speak, but I think the right attitude
0: yeah.
1: is what you said is like... Just, idich, just idich. be happy to be there at all. It's tough, hey? It's tough. I mean... Spend money in Australia <laughs> and enjoy your time with your family and enjoy the mountains. Yeah, we yep. all love them. Just enjoy the fresh air. Yeah, I'm sure people. I would love your feedback on this one, actually, because we could be completely wrong. But we, and then we'll have another conversation.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, you know, feel free to follow us on our Instagram, loving the snow life, and yeah, email us, and it's all all the infos on our social media. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Loving the Snow Life with Emma and If you've
1: learned a handy tip or two, then happy days. To catch all our episodes,
0: subscribe on iTunes. It's free. Head over to www.lovingthesnowlife.com.au for more info and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Loving the Snow Life. If you have any suggestions for topics or guests, then email us on our website. Thanks to everyone who leaves a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to share our episodes on your social media.